Welcome to the next episode of She Built This, presented by Activates Construction. I'm Tara Hasty, licensed builder, developer, and property enthusiast. I am joined again by the girls from the Activates team. Hello, Hello everybody. Bronte and Nicole. Today, what we are going to discuss is something that we love, colour. And probably one of the most asked questions that mm-hmm. we receive. Oh, yeah. What colour is this? What yeah. colour is that? What <laughs> oh. is this? Tell me this. We could is talk from this line. Exactly. Blah, blah, we blah. could talk for a long time about colours. If I had a dollar for every time we were asked <laughs> what colour, a kitchen or what colour. The color, exterior of a house. Yeah. We would be Million dollar building. question. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you determine what colours to use? Oh, okay. So I guess Break down the process. (laughs) Well, I mean, we discussed in our last episode about orientation of a house and I guess that is something that when we are walking a block or walking through a home that we're going to renovate, I like to look at the surroundings. You know, we are currently constructing a home that backs onto the Grange Forest Park and I mentioned in a previous episode that as soon as I walked on that block, I was thinking of greens and natural colours and mm. timbers because I wanted the inside to reflect what was out at the yep. rear. You know, I did speak about that, you know, you need to consider what's going on in neighbouring properties, but, you know, when you back onto a forest park, you're definitely attracting a particular type of buyer that Correct. wants to look out for that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for example, that is something that I would consider You know, if a house at the front has the western sun on it, that is going to have a lot of light on it for the better part of the day. So people get caught up, I find, a lot on whites. What type of white is that home? Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm not annoyed by the questions, but I just think it's something that people tend to overthink with whites. I think the biggest thing that you've got to consider is what direction the front of your house is facing Mm -hmm. and what colour essentially you want to have. If you're going to do quite a warm white and you have a western facing front, your home is going to look even warmer. So as we know, there is a lot of different variations of white. There can be whites with lots of yellows, whites with lots of greens, whites with lots of black, which can often look quite blue in in tinges and things like that. So it is challenging trying to decipher what colour to choose. They are different. Like there are very different colours when it's in full sunlight as opposed to it's just in the dark for most of the day. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean at noon, you know, the colour of a home is going to look completely different. I would just never consider the sun. If I'm picking an exterior house colour, I wouldn't think that I would need to consider the sunlight, Hmm. but it's such an important point that you make. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's something that you've got to then think of. But so I often explain to people about the color wheel and you can just Google a color wheel, but from my past life as a photographer, it's something that we'll do because I used to do wedding photography Hmm. and a bride wants her dress to look like in the photos like it did in real life. Mm. And so we constantly are looking at the times of day because often after a ceremony we would be photographing at sunset. There would be a lot of 
yellow in the air and, you know, right. we would then have to use a blue filter on the bride's yes. dress because blue and yellow are opposite on the colour wheel. That's right. So, you know, if it's a particularly warm and really pink red sunset, again, we would need to use a green filter on the bride's wedding mm. dress to take out that because that is opposite on the collie wheel. So, you know, that's something to consider, you know, potentially. You know, I, I, don't think- I don't know. Do you have a giant bougainvillea that is, you know, purple and, you know, close by? Do you want to then add, you know, a bit of green into that white to take away to counter that? Because, yeah, that I is I think really your, fascinating. your photography background for sure has helped you now when you select colours for houses because I've seen you do it. You do it. You're so confident. You do it so quickly and I think just instinctively you are, you know, you know if you've got a certain colour then you might pick a complementary colour and that's a colour that's opposite on Mm. the colour wheel. You'll just instinctively go for that just to add a bit of warmth into a a cool area. So I think that photography background's definitely, you know, I can see why. Yeah, but I think you'll naturally gravitate towards two colours that are opposite on a colour wheel. That's why red and blue look so nice together and green and pink look so nice together mm-hmm. um, and yellow and blue look so nice together. Yep. I mean, and I'm not talking about really vibrant. It can be subtleties mm-hmm. but, you know, that is what people are drawn to. Even black and white, you know, I think yeah. that they all work the really well. And so, you know, as I'm talking about those colours, you guys are visualising variations and mm-hmm. different hues, you know, of of those colours and going, oh, yeah, okay, so I can see how those work. And I think that's something that I will always consider when we're doing the interior selections and things like that is if I'm going quite stark white walls, you know, I, I know the chippies, they always come in when they're doing the fix out, which is when they're doing hanging doors and doing architraves and things like that, or they come in in the finishing stages and, you know, they can see the colours that are starting to come together. They're experienced enough now to know if they see really white, stark things, they know there's going to be a lot of joinery that's in there that's going to be warm. They know there's going to be maybe some curtains in there that are quite warm. Mm. Um, the flooring's often going to be quite warm because, when there's something quite cool, the best thing to do is to then pair it up with something that's quite warm. And so I talk about often about the Hamptons era, which, you know, is still current, still totally holds up. I think it's quite traditional and quite provincial and it's just timeless. But you would see a lot of stark whites, lots of blues, lots of greys and lots of cool things, which, you know, has a place, but it can often feel, if not executed properly, quite cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, it's really important that if you're doing those sort of things and that's what you're drawn to, to consider adding some beige in, adding some timber and things like that. And the warm colours offer then make a house feel like a home. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's, that's you can add that in. You can have a completely neutral palette and make it warm with other selections, you know. I think what's also what's an important point to make is that, you know, some people sort of think tapware, that's, you know, they can't inject too much colour there, but there's certain finishes that are really warm, like the brushed brass or the copper. Mm. They're warm colours. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. And that's a really nice way of doing it as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely I think that's something that we we will consider. I have to mention as well we've We've actually recently partnered up with Torbman's Paints. I mentioned it in a podcast mm-hmm. and just uh, a few episodes ago. And I did mention the Colorsmith app and downloading that. For those people that are really stuck in, 
you know, selecting mm-hmm. paint colours and everything like that, it's an amazing app because if you see a colour that you love, you can actually use the Colorsmith app and take a photo of something that you really love, a tile or something like that, mm-hmm. and the Colorsmith app will actually match it to the closest match of a Taubman's colour or you can create your colour from that. And not only that, you can go in and you can look at complementary colours that then go with that paint colour and you can name it. You can create a project from that and you can name your paint colour from that, which is absolutely amazing. And also it gives you what I call the recipe for that paint colour. So you can take it Mm -hmm. down to any service desk that sells Taubman's paint and you can show them either your QR code or you can show them your recipe and and they can create and they can paint out a few swatches for you or give you paint samples, um, little paint pot samples and things. But also – it shows you, you know, um, intensity of it as well. You you go, oh, okay, like I want to make it maybe a bit lighter or if I'm considering feature walls. And then, yeah, the complementary colours that go with it, which is a complementary colour. Mm-hmm. So I was using the example with you guys in the office about mm-hmm. we were looking at some beautiful sage tiles and we looked at the Colorsmith app and we looked at some beautiful pink feature walls and possibly feature doors mm-hmm. that would go with that. And, you know, That's it's amazing. just so versatile. It so, can create your own, your house colour scheme for you. Yeah, <laughs> and you get to name that. And that is then <laughs> named by cool. you, you know. I scanned uh, Nicole's shirt yep. <laughs> before, yep. which is fluoro pink. Mm-hmm. Um, but within that we could then. Make um, half strength. Make, make half it, strength, you know. Exactly. And look at <laughs> complementary colours. And, yep. you know, when we you- can name it Activates Pink. When you showed me the app before, I thought it was super informative, but it was also really fun. Yeah. Uh, And you actually gave the example, which I really liked, where you could scan, say, your grandmother's apron or something, you know, something that's got a great, exactly, a great memory. And then you can actually make that a feature wall. Yeah. Or a feature tile in your kitchen or something like that. And I just thought that is super cool. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the most amazing thing about it is um, there's actually like a Colorsmith color reader that you can buy as well from Taubman's. You can order that through the Colorsmith app and Mm -hmm. it's a little reader and essentially you calibrate that. You can hold it up against a wall or up against a tile or up against anything. Mm. I think it's completely invaluable. Mm -hmm. We now take it to all of our selections. You hold it up against, you know, something that you're sort of basing or something that you find visually appealing Mm. and it will colour match the paint to that exactly. And that's the most amazing thing. Like obviously we know there's lots of things that can influence colour in an environment. So if you're taking a photo of things, it can't be 100% matched. But if you use this Colorsmith tool, Mm. it looks like a little flashlight. It's amazing. You hold it up against that that wall or whatever it is, (laughs) Nana's apron or whatever, and it will color match that and create your paint sample, which you can then name Nana's apron. And, you know, that can be your sentimental color, which is really, really cool. But also takes all the guesswork out of selections if you know exactly, you know, what appeals to you visually. An example I mentioned earlier to the girls was it definitely takes away that uh, process of knocking on your neighbour's door to mm. ask what colour their house is. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that's and what we've all the done guys, that. Yeah. 
our, our guys on site will find, you know, as soon as a top gable has been painted on any oh. of our homes, mm. you know, people will just walk past and ask. And, I mean, now we're using the Colorsmith app and we name all of our paints. So, you know, the guys are like, oh, you'll have to go to Instagram and have a look. It's called Amalfi Coast or it's called, you know. Well, that's right. On, on that, they do actually officially now have a couple of paint colours that you've named. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, when we were building our family home, Florence, the house, we named the exterior uh, a Taubman's colour Amalfi Coast and also the interior is Florentine Cloud, which is a nice neutral white. Beautiful. But, yeah, doesn't throw any cream or anything. It's just a nice neutral um, all over. But we added a lot of warm fixtures and fittings. Mm-hmm. In other ways. In yeah. other ways to do <laughs> that. Everyone was really scared that it was going to be too stark. But No. Yeah. We've tried to just make it as warm as can be afterwards. So let's discuss feature walls. Well, we've spoken in a previous episode about how you would choose which wall in particular would be a feature wall and that's often the furthest wall from the – Yeah, the entrance into the room. To have it a feature wall, I I mean I mentioned in past episodes people just think of like these really bright, gaudy kind of (laughs) colours. But again, you know, referring back to something as simple as the Colorsmith app, you can incorporate the exterior colour and potentially do a similar hue to that. Yes. Um, There is just so many So much potential really. Yeah, it doesn't have to be bright and in your face it can be really subtle um you know we've used so many colors in the past that are just our go-to we use it all the time I've mentioned that it's you know really important and this is why I think it's really good to get paint pot samples or brush outs and things like that because it's so easy for a color to throw a lot of cool throw a lot of warmth the the most common thing I hear is don't like grays that are blue Um, you know, Mm. that throw blue because then it doesn't, it's no longer grey, it's blue. I don't like whites that throw too much yellow because then it's just cream. Cream. (laughs) Um, So, you know, again, taking into consideration direction where the natural light comes and, yeah, I think also just what fixtures and fittings you're envisioning. I mean, for us, we like to remain most of the time fairly neutral but even if I am a doing an apricot front door, I can then integrate a more sandy kind of, you know, feature wall or something mm. like that, mm-hmm. which might not be everyone's cup of tea, but it matches in with the natural timber floors that we've got. Or if we're doing like a laminate board, which we do quite often for laundry tops mm-hmm. or for desks or in walk-in robes and things like that, it is in within the same hue mm. of and that colour scheme. It's amazing how all these pieces then tie each other together. Yeah. Imagine, you know, seeing the home and that feature wall wasn't there, then maybe that might look a little bland. But yeah. if you, you know, bring all these colours together, yeah, it just works wonders. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just the point of difference, you know. For us, we get a lot of momentum from people, you know, when there's, I mean, in times gone by there was, you know, eight new homes a day, you know, brand new homes in the same area going on the market, it was like a point of difference to say, oh, did you see that house with the pink door or did you see the yeah. house yes. that, yeah, exactly. you know, um, you, you, whatever. Like yeah. just And you know a, straight away which one. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a point of difference. It stands out and we truly believe without sounding too full of ourselves that our houses do stand out anyway because we are a family business and we really take pride 
in our name being on those homes. Correct. Trying to maximise each block yeah. separately. Yeah, They're absolutely. not just a cookie cutter yeah. plan and, yeah, copy, paste. Yeah. <laughs> and all the homes, they're, they're, it would be something that I would love to live in. We've got two young kids and a dog and, you know, we love to entertain. We live in like one of the most beautiful places in the world where we've got still big blocks. We've got really great weather. I just think it's just perfect. And so why wouldn't you capitalise on what's available in these amazing suburbs that we build in? Well, speaking of that, I know with our latest project, which is at Clayfield on Brook Street there, that's certainly taking advantage of the beautiful weather we have, the beautiful location. That has a that's got a pool house, a pool, a great spot for families. What sort of colours are we having in that place, Tara? So that one's quite modern actually. We had an architect design that renovation and when I say renovation, if you've ever been to an, into a renovation that's an activates home, it's a, essentially a brand new home. Oh, yes, completely gutted <laughs> um, and it's all yeah. it's all new. Everything's new. Yeah, absolutely. But mm. there is a lot of neutral colours going in there because we did want it to have that really nice modern feel. It's in a beautiful suburb of sought after Clayfield. It's within walking distance to some really amazing schools and we we wanted to really – because it is a renovation, we know that people that love that quintessential Queenslander are going to love it. But then those that maybe don't necessarily wouldn't want the maintenance that comes with a Queenslander would love a brand new home and a bit more modern fixtures and fittings. So we are going quite neutral where I say we do have a lot of white going in. We have a lot of brass going in as well because, I mean, that's a beautiful warm warm, Mm -hmm. um, selection and lovely timber floors. And we've got something quite unique going in there as far as the flooring goes, something that we've never done before, which we're really excited to showcase. Mm. Mm. Can't wait to hear more about that one. (laughs) Tara, can you tell us about, you know, how you determine a a feature tile, which can add a bit of warmth or colour to a bathroom? Yep. So I guess dependent. The, the, the amazing thing with what we do is that we're not governed by availability of products and things like that. So often when um, we're selecting stuff, we know that it's available. I can physically see it and select it based on its availability. If it's not available, then that can also send me in another direction of where we want to mm-hmm. go with the colour. Mm-hmm. So but we're flexible, which is we are great very flexible, in the yeah. design process. Um, and also it depends what mood I'm in. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's really important for us like I mentioned before, to always give a completely um, unique product. I mean, obviously there will be similarities in our homes. There's only so many things that you can do that will essentially appeal to the wider variety of people Mm -hmm. um, but still be different. And, you know, we are governed by what is trending, um, what people are going to want to see, and we really listen to feedback. Whenever we are taking a home to market, I mean, we've done it in the past and we will continue to always do it, is ask how is the home be perceived? What were the, the things that people commented as good things? What are the things that people sort of didn't like? Mm-hmm. Um, and not getting offended about by that. I mean, sometimes people will say that they just really didn't like something and that's fine because just as many people that didn't like it, there'll be twice as many people that'll be like, oh, I love that it was so different and unique. Yeah. So, you know, when I go through and I'm doing tile selections 
I'll always already kind of have an idea of where I want to go with things. Just as something as simple as doing some feature tiles behind a vanity that could be textured and coloured can be really, really nice as long as it is within keeping with the, the theme of the theme house, of the, the colours. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not about to just go and throw tiles in that were left over from my last job that don't fit in with the home at no. all. No. I do like bathrooms to be different. I do think that, you know, the more expensive tiles need to be used in the ensuite of the main bedroom. I do think nice tiles need to be used in a powder room that guests are going to use. You want practical, easy to clean tiles in bathrooms mm-hmm. where children are going to be. And, you know, a feature tile could be choosing a colourful terrazzo. We've done that in the past. And I think terrazzo is like the most forgiving um, style of tile in a children's bathroom. I don't know about anybody else, but my kids can be feral. Oh, and, mine are beasts. You, know, you yeah. can't see it when there's mm. beautiful terrazzo stones through the tile. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's kind of a bit more forgiving. But then we'll add a bit more of an elevated finished product, I guess. So that's something that I always like to do. Yeah, you can have both. You can have something that looks beautiful as well as easy to maintain, great for children. You can yeah. have it all. And from a design perspective, I was always told that you should be doing, you know, no more than two types of tiles in a bathroom. But I've done three and four in the past and, like, it might not sound in theory good practice but as long as they are similar hues and I keep going back to that, uh, the way that I perceive it, it's in within keeping with that theme and I think, you know, you can add different textures and different colours in, in a bathroom and it not be a problem. Yeah, in because the area. we often have a feature tiled wall. Well, obviously like our our bathrooms are all tiled but we have a feature wall. Yeah. And that may not always be a different colour but it's just a different texture. Absolutely. Which is just beautiful. Yeah. And, again, it's something that you've got to do sort of as you walk into a room, you know, if it's in a bathroom. You might want to put it behind a bath or you might want to put it in the length of the shower enclosure or something like that or maybe just behind the vanity, you know, mm. um, you can tile behind the mirror and that can just add a nice element. So that's something to consider. It might be something to consider as well if you are going to put a giant mirror on that wall. You might want to spend $250 no. a square metre for those tiles. But that's right. <laughs> you know, it is something, it is a nice way to elevate and add a different element as well. And, you know, it's not necessarily always in the tiles. You can add texture and variation with your grout selections as well. So, you know, you don't always have to choose coloured tiles to make an impact. There you go. (laughs) What a great chat. (laughs) What a great chat. (laughs) Anyway, I appreciate always having these chats. It does keep us on our toes. It does, you know, keep our creative juices flowing to onto the next project so we can keep delivering beautiful homes. And if you want to see more about what we've been talking about today, I encourage you to follow our Instagram at activates underscore construction. There you'll be able to see all the properties um, on our stories bar. You can check out some of the highlights of the properties we mentioned. And if there's a particular topic you'd like us to discuss as well, please feel free to reach out and let us know because we're open to a conversation and we love talking about all this stuff. (laughs) Exactly. We do. (laughs) Thanks for that. Thank you. Bye. Bye.